Hello and welcome to the Blockade Runner podcast. Uh, tonight is October 9th, 2017. We just watched the last Jedi trailer like, what, eight times or something? I don't know, <laughs> a bunch of times. Uh, we watched it together. Um, this is John. I'm with Kevin. Uh, a little discombobulated because we're losing our minds right now. But uh, we watched it together a couple times, showed it to my kids, and uh, we are here tonight to break it down frame by frame. We're going to talk about it. Um, we're recording this as a video, and it'll be up on YouTube. So if you want to uh, check that out, we've got uh, our commentary and the actual footage from the trailer. But uh, we'll also, of course, be posting this as an audio podcast as well. And um, you know, we'll try to be descriptive enough, Kevin, that uh, people know what we're talking about if they are listening rather than watching so um why don't we uh why don't we play it once sure um why don't why don't we play it once um and and maybe what we'll do is uh <laughs> put our maybe put our live reactions in here uh at this point or maybe i'll just toss those on at the end i guess we'll see <laughs> i'll have to think about it in in uh, post-production we did record ourselves watching live for the first time but uh especially for the audio podcast there's uh not much besides just uh, eyebrows raising and smiles and us looking at each other like, whoa. So I'll toss that up on YouTube somewhere. But, and, we, and we haven't watched it yet to see how stupid we look. Yeah, no, we just, I previewed it real quick and it was like, yeah, we definitely, those are our faces and the thing is, <laughs> the thing is playing. Um, it's not even like this one where we have the, the, the footage of the trailer like on the screen too, you know, two different windows. It's just full screen our faces looking dumb looking at the trailer so maybe that's more of an easter egg than a than a podcast feature here <laughs> or a video feature but uh why don't we just like watch it once and uh and uh then we'll we'll start like kind of pausing um and going through frame by frame so uh, let's see if we can get this going there we go kylo ren The red and black and white motif, very strong mm-hmm. in the opening scenes here. Mm-hmm. Something truly special. Something inside me has always been there. But now it's awake. <laughs> so cool. Luke's face there is yeah. We know how that helmet broke in the uh the original teaser, huh? Does show off a couple of the major conflicts, huh? Like, I mean, physical conflicts. Right, right. A few of them. I need someone to show me my place in all this. That's a crazy shot at the end. All right, let's go back to the beginning. I'm going to pause it for now, um, and we'll just go through kind of uh, moment by moment. So uh, we're opening up here with this shot of Kylo Ren um, looking out at, what is he looking out at? It it looks like First Order Army, uh, possibly vehicles. Right. I'm assuming this is on a Star Destroyer, uh, maybe one of the, uh, super massive star destroyers that uh that have been shown off from from the last jedi but uh but yeah um i guess it's just a staging area for a bunch of ships and vehicles maybe there's like even 
those gorilla walkers or something on there. I don't know. But uh, he's in the darkness looking out to the light. There mm, could possibly be some significance to that. Mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I had not considered that, but uh, could be. Skip ahead here. Okay, um, I'll scroll back just a little bit to the shot of the walkers. Okay, I guess I have to see if we can get these walkers back up. Just Kylo Ren. There we go. Okay. I assume. Oop. Yep, walkers on crate, I think. I might just have to <clears throat> hit play and then pause again real quick. Yeah, yeah, they're on crate. Uh, those are the ATM6, I think is what they're called. Um, or the gorilla walkers, I think, uh, people started calling them at this point too. So those are there. Um, and then that is Kylo Ren's ship in the, uh, mm-hmm. up top there. So I guess we, uh, we know Kylo Ren's going to be on crates. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, those things are massive. I don't see, I don't think, or do I see an ATAT, a more traditional ATAT? Oh yeah. There's a couple of them there. Um, so you can see like the size comparison, uh, how much bigger the the new ones are, the Gorilla Walkers. That's not just perspective. I don't think so. I think uh, mm-hmm. well, like that that poster that we got at Toys R Us. Did you get that poster on the on Force Friday? I did. I never it, really looked at it. Uh, yeah, it shows both of them, and yeah, they're much bigger than but they're the both traditional. There. Yeah, they're yeah they're both there. They're both there. So I think we're seeing <clears throat> both of those walkers, and then um, Kylo Ren shuttle. Uh, as well there and then if we go to the next shot here this is kylo ren walking with a group of troopers i don't know that we know what kind of troopers those are at this point do we they look like flame troopers or are they flame troopers i was gonna say they look like snow troopers from empire which i'm sure is gonna Hmm. gonna light up the uh it better not be too close to the empire strikes back crowd um but i feel like those guys look a little bit like snowtroopers in any case this sort of like cave like structure that they're walking into it looks like the cave on octo but i think it's crate right uh you can see like red in the ground up right, there right so i think it's crate um, but definitely the first time we watched it, I was like, is this, uh, the tree, is it the tree? Yeah. The, 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 yeah. The tree cave the thing from Octo. Yeah. Octo, Octo. Yeah. The Jedi temple, if, if that's what it is. Right. But this coupled with that shot of the walkers, uh, on it, crate. It could be if the, if the red is lights. Well, I think there's a chance that that's light coming down from the ship or something and not. Yeah, I don't know. You can see it even like down here, like much further. It's possible, but I'm thinking it's crate, um, especially because later on we see the Falcon flying through an area that looks a lot like this, and I think is probably definitely crate. But we'll we'll check that out in a minute. Um, I want to talk about Kylo, or I mean Snoke's lines here though too. So I'll just play this again real quick. So when I first found you, I saw raw, untamed power. That's a line that uh, kind of comes back around uh, later on in the trailer, except from Snoke's, I mean, uh, from Luke's perspective. And uh, I would say the way that this trailer is set up here, I mean, obviously it's a lot of Luke and Ray, but like it's uh, it's kind of um, Luke and Snoke and then Ray and Kylo Ren are the sort of like the anchor uh, voices and the, the the sort of like those are the voices that are driving the narrative of this of this trailer. I feel like they're paired, you know, which I, I think a lot of us have been expecting with the movie, anyways. Is that th- those would be kind of like the pairings, like you've got, you know, the uh, the older uh, sort of leaders in in Snoke and Luke, and then the younger generation in in Ray and the, and the two mentors on each end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, there's the line that'll be coming up later when Luke says, "I've seen this kind of like raw power before." So uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm not sure that's that's a way we've heard the Force described raw that raw power. I'm not sure they've they've used that word. 
Star yeah, Wars before. Yeah, maybe not that word, but uh, very similar to like the way Qui-Gon and the Council and stuff talked about Anakin in uh, the prequel movies and I think for sure in the Clone Wars and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. Anakin is just this like prodigy who's more powerful, has that raw like power um, more so than any, than any other Jedi before. But uh, but yeah, it is a little a little different than what we're used to for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think it's interesting like that in terms of the dialogue we're hearing from these mentor uh, figures, if we want to say um, that they're sort of echoing the same statement. You know what I mean? These guys are looking at Ray and Kylo Ren probably in the same way and just have very different intentions of, uh, you know, what to do with them or, or what direction to, to push them in. But, um, you know, there's a chance that Snoke is not even talking to Kylo Ren when he says that he's talking to Ray. Mm-hmm. We don't know mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Yes, I agree. Um, all right. And uh, that delivery, I guess it's, it's, it's pretty similar to when he says, bring him to me in, in The Force Awakens. But man, he really gets going on that, uh, on that word raw there. So um, it's interesting. Okay, now I have a thought about this. Um, we see a shot of Kylo Ren, uh, and this had been in one of the previous... Oh, it was in the behind-the-scenes uh, reel. This shot of Kylo Ren with all the red around him. Um, so he's there. He looks like he's kneeling or sort of down, bent over or something, um, but then he like he grabs his lightsaber there off of the floor. You can see the Praetorian guards in the background. What do you make of that shot and that that scene what do you think's going on there you have any any thoughts there um well the black and the red i mean we in star wars we know white and we know black red is a very prominent feature of Mm. this so Mm -hmm. so we have kylo the black picking up the the black lightsaber with the red it even has the red wire exposed there you see the the red (laughs) exposed wire on it but but i'm wondering why is he doing this like why is he in a position where he his you know his lightsaber is there on the ground in Snoke's throne room. You know what I mean? And why was he pausing to consider whether or not he should pick up this lightsaber? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I have no idea. Um, but I wonder, I wonder in, in, if we look at themes in other star Wars movies, we have the, you know, do I pick up my lightsaber? Do I use it? Luke and return of the Jedi. It it could be a similar type of test. Uh, and the Praetorian guards are the ones who will be, attacking him instead of Vader to Luke. Okay. Yeah, that could be. Um, and I wonder, is he deciding whether or not to attack Snoke? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which would be, would definitely be interesting. It could be Snoke, you know, um, trying to push him to kill Luke or to kill Ray or to kill Phasma or, well, Phasma, that probably wouldn't be that difficult of a choice for Kylo Ren. He'd probably like, sure, I'll kill Phasma. <laughs> I just killed my own dad in the last movie. But, uh, but I don't know, you know, it could be, it could be Snoke testing him or trying to push him to do something he doesn't necessarily want to do. Um, I think it's or, also worth saying that in the behind the scenes trailer, we saw Adam Driver fighting multiple people. I don't know if he was, if they were rehearsing it or what, but. It's true. There's definitely a scene where there's multiple people attacking him. It's true. So that's even more, I mean, a, a situation where it's like, is he going to fight these um, Praetorian guards for, you know, are they, uh, what I keep reading about them is that they're going to protect Snoke or that's their role is to protect Snoke. You know what I mean? So you figure mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, it could be a test like, but but why would he, I, I, don't, I don't think so. What, what would that test be? Like well, he's Kylo he, Ren, like, and, 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 and Snoke is talking about his, or Luke is talking about his incredible raw power. Um, I don't know who these Praetorian guards are, but they shouldn't be that much of a challenge for Kylo Ren. So I feel like if he's going to take on these Praetorian guards, I feel like it means a split between him and Snoke for whatever reason. Unless Ray is there and he's supposed to attack Ray, and when he decides not to, the Praetorian guards attack both of them. Sure, but that would be a split with him and Snoke, right? I mean, mm-hmm. pretty much so. Uh-huh. Very interesting. And yeah, the red is just overwhelming here. Um, never really seen um, those like red, those red walls and floors and stuff like this. It's, his throne room should be pretty interesting. Something truly special. 
Of course, then it's, uh, we have the line from Snoke, something truly special, cuts to Ray, which is, uh, which is no, uh, no surprise there, really. I, I, I feel like the, the hero saber here, the blue lightsaber, is like really, the, the, the light looks very white in it. And I don't think it's like turned white or something, but it's just, are you feeling, are you getting that vibe? I don't know if it's well, just against the blue sky. The, yeah, the sky yeah. and the clouds. Yeah, it, yeah, but I feel even like if she was in a dark corridor, it, look, it would look more blue. Yeah, well, and it, yeah, I think we do see that later, actually, don't we? But, uh, but yeah, Ray, Ray with the saber there. Something inside me has always been there. Ray talking about her power. Um, here she is walking towards this tree in, on Octo. Very foggy. Um, I don't know what to make of this tree, the shape of it. We'd seen, I don't know if anybody looks at this stuff, if you looked at this stuff, Kevin, but we'd seen like leaked um, set photos and stuff of this tree. And it's got this interesting sort of shape to it, like three kind of prongs almost or something. No, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? Mm-mm. Yeah, there was like aerial shots of it, I think, like helicopter shots. I didn't really seek them out, but I, I came across them one way or another. But, uh, I mean, we're seeing it here. So, um, but I don't, I, I, it looks like it's been hit by lightning. I don't know if it's like supposed to have been chopped down or if it's just grows in this odd formation or what the deal is with it. Then I was awake. But then, so we cut from her walking toward it to a shot of those books on the shelf again and then her looking down on those and the way the light is it looks like you know obviously it's exposed at the top and you could kind of see that when she was walking towards it It seems like it's like hollow and then there's it's like probably open at the top because there's all this light kind of like Mm -hmm. shining down on her there and onto those books on the shelf obviously um so I've always had this power inside of me, but now it's awake and I need help. Um, obviously, this is seems like it's going to be the the issue early on in the uh, in the film is her wanting to be trained and Luke not wanting to do it. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we see all these shots of her training, and uh, I think it's clear that it will happen one way or another. <laughs> I think you <laughs> I think you commented on this when we were just watching the trailer without stopping, but. Uh, that look on Luke's face is, uh, how would you describe that look? Surprise. Surprise. T- kind of terrified too though, right? Like he's, he looks like he's in awe and he's, uh, <laughs> terrified to a certain extent. Um, which is pretty incredible, isn't it? To think like Luke Skywalker, um, who we would assume, I mean, he's the only living Jedi, I guess. So that would make him the most powerful living Jedi. But you know, the way we think of him in, in the original trilogy and stuff is that, you know, by the, by the end of Return of the Jedi, he's just like this incredible, amazing Jedi. And he's able to do things that, uh, I don't mean so much in terms of power, but he's able to like redeem his father when Obi-Wan and Yoda told him he couldn't. And he just seems like the Mm -hmm. ultimate expression of a Jedi. And yet here he is with Ray being just blown away by her. Um, pretty cool. I can't tell if she's like sitting there trying to break open this mountain or what's happening in that moment but I've seen this raw strength only once. what is can we okay there was a shot or two of ray training or meditating the rocks moving what is this like seal on the ground back here i wonder yeah yeah i don't know there's definitely a symbol in the rock behind him yeah um very interesting. I'm, I'm very curious to see what that is. It looks like it's on the ground. Yeah, it looks like it's carved into the ground or almost like it's like a, a metal plate or something. Part of a Jedi temple ground. or something? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, I would think it would be. Um, but he's telling her, I've seen this power only once before. Um, let's rewind it a little bit and see exactly what he says. Okay, I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. And during those lines, we see the burning, I would assume is the burning Jedi Academy um, that uh, 
mm-hmm. that Snoke, or not Snoke, but, well, potentially Snoke, but Kylo Ren destroyed. Um, we see Luke, Luke's hand, bursting Evil Dead in an Evil Dead-esque shot, like bursting out through this rubble. Um, and then a shot of him and R2-D together. So uh, it seems pretty clear that we'll get a pretty significant flashback. Which is different for Star Wars. Yeah, it is. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess it makes sense because like with the original trilogy, you know, it's just first, you know, telling the story for the first time. Um, and then with uh, the prequels, it's going backwards. So, you know, but uh, with the sequel trilogy, you can't give everything away in The Force Awakens. You know, you have to leave some things mysterious. So it makes sense to to fill in those gaps with a flashback in a way that you wouldn't have necessarily been necessary uh, in the other two t- trilogies. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward for sure. I mean, it'd probably be really tragic and pretty intense and pretty emotional, but I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about exactly how that went down. There are lots of shots of, of Luke's robot hand, which mm-hmm. which is interesting because I don't really think about his robot hand that much in yeah. the original trilogy with his glove always on. But yeah, the yeah. shot of of him and Ray handing him the lightsaber with the hand that I just keep wishing there was a moment where you'd see that, but it was Johnny Five's hand from Short Circuit. <laughs> <instead. laughs> I mean, you could probably. I got Premiere Pro. We could probably cut something together like that, but uh, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, like I, I don't know if it's meant to be like an omen of some kind, you know, um, if it's meant to be like a painful thing where, you know, rather than having like the synthetic flesh on it, you know, having it be robotic like that is is more it's grizzled, right? Like I don't even bother to cover this thing up. It's just my straight up robot hand. And we know that there's, there's a uh, advanced prosthetic limbs and stuff that he could be using. Maybe he got burned off in the fire and it's, uh, yeah, I guess he's on Octo, right? So, yeah. but then there's also too, it's like a, it's definitely a reminder of the, the similarities between him and his father. And, you know, the fact that he came close to, you know, ending up in the same place his father was. Uh, so, there's that as well. And in the shot of Ray uh, watching him, it seems like in that same moment, watching him walk away after telling her, like, girl, you freak me out. Like, <laughs> I'm scared of you. Um, and that's actually a really sad kind of message for her to receive, I think. You know, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we've talked about this before, but this is somebody who has been abandoned all of her life, who has never had a family, um, or at least not since she was very, very young. Um, and is looking for acceptance and who we thought was the con- the kind and benevolent and warm and generous Luke Skywalker who believed in love so much that he refused to kill his own father is telling her like, you know, you scare me. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. This is interesting. This, this scene of Kylo smashing his helmet up. Um, it's an imperfect science trying to scroll through this footage. We see him going down some sort of elevator lift type thing. And then he's in this, uh, this, uh, very imperial room with the pill lights. Um, and he's looking at the helmet and then he smashes it. I don't know what to make of that. Um, well, it's a symbolic smashing. Well, what does it symbolize? Well, we don't know yet, but he's, he's, abandoning some something that was Kylo Ren. I mean, I some version or form of what Kylo Ren meant to him. Yeah, I mean, Han, Han tells him, you know, take off that mask, you don't need it, you know. Um, so I don't know if it's just him thinking, like, I don't need the mask anymore, like, I don't need to pretend to be something I'm not anymore, or... I don't need to hide. Yeah. Or it could be I don't... I don't need to be Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah, it could be indicative of the... Of uh, the struggle, you know, the pull to the light, as he puts it in The Force Awakens. Um, just go red. Just go red? Yeah, don't, you don't need to be black. You don't need to feel pulled to the white. Just go red. Mm. Whatever, whatever that means, we don't, we don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Let the past die. Yeah, let the okay. past die. I, go back to the, 
if you could go back a minute to the shot of it, the close up of his face. Okay. Now I am. Is that before this? Let's see. Right after, I think. Okay, I'll just hit play. It does now. Okay, we went back a little further than necessary, but. Okay, now I'm very much not well schooled in this debate. But people have been complaining for months about the scar mm-hmm. being too far. I thought the argument was that it was too far over on his face. I think the argument is that the where the, the where it's placed in the Force Awakens, it's like right up the bridge of his nose, and they've moved it to be like across his cheek and over his eye because it looks stupid, like right in the middle of his face. So this is where it has been in all the other trailers. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Like grab my. Uh, that my I got the three and three quarter inch figure on the top shelf to the left. Nope, nope. Over there. Yeah, grab him. Okay. So, oh, although on the figure it's a little closer to the I th- to I th- the nose. It seems like I don't know if we can get this to be visible here on the in focus. Probably not really in focus. You can't really tell. But yeah, I think that uh, I think that it was meant to be. In the Force Awakens, more in the middle of his face, and Ryan Johnson said he moved it because he thought it looked goofy. So, right, okay, okay. So this is right. I think so. But this is the first time we've seen with the sort of uh, well, with that the tape. medical taping over it. Yes, yeah. Um, which seems like it would indicate that this is you know. I mean, we know the movie picks up shortly after. The Force Awakens, like days after, or even moments after, from a certain perspective. Um, but uh, you know, I I feel like there's going to be a jump in time. So these scenes, like with him having the tape on his face, uh, maybe that would indicate in the days following the Force Awakens, and then maybe like later in the movie, if you're not seeing the tape on his face, it's a month or six months or nine months after the Force Awakens. I don't know. Uh, space battle. Um, we see like some of these Mon Calmari ships, um, the First Order Tie Fighters, and Kylo Ren's Tie, whatever it is. Tie. Uh, does he have the tape? He has a tape on here too, right? Yeah. <clears throat> tie silencer. Is that what it's called? I think so. Kylo Ren being very efficient mm-hmm. in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. It's a good pilot. Like his grandfather. Uh, we see Leia here on that ship. Uh, I believe that's the Moncala ship. Like it, yeah. Yep, and it's the one he's targeting. Um, and I would assume that she's feeling him in the force there, and she knows that, uh, that he's targeting her, or that he's out there anyway. And what is his dialogue here? I'm just going to rewind slightly. Okay, let the past die, um, leave it behind you, kill it. Kill it. If you have to, it's the only way to become what you need to be, what you're meant to be, what you're meant to be, I think. Um, I want to believe he's talking to Ray when he says that. Okay. Even though the scene scene in the trailer doesn't Mm -hmm. lead you to believe that. If we think about the rest of the trailer, that's possible. Yeah, that would make sense. It's it's interesting, though, because... um, I don't know. I feel like that's the same thing that he was saying to Han on the bridge um, in The Force Awakens. And I would think that his response to that would be, now I would think his response to that would be, like, that's not true. It didn't work. You know what I mean? Um, Although we see him targeting Leia's ship here, so maybe he feels like he didn't finish the job, and that's why it wasn't effective enough. Uh, I don't know. Mm. But... uh, but yeah, I mean, coupled with him destroying his helmet and then targeting Leia here with his ship, uh, it certainly seems like he. Yeah, but we again, if if, if he's talking to Ray, which he could be, he's not saying that when he's targeting Leia. He's saying that afterwards. He could be talking about, you know, not just his past as the child of Han Solo and Princess Leia, but his past as 
the mentee of Snoke as the First Order guy. They could be branching off in a totally different direction. This could be Kylo Ren and, and Rey. We'll get into it later, but forging their own new path. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's possible. Hmm. Very interesting. All right. Well, Leia looks pretty concerned. I think she knows what's happening here. Um, I don't know. Is it going to be both of these parents, Han and Leia, like knowingly allowing Kylo Ren to end their end their lives or attack them, uh, hoping that he won't do it? Uh, I don't know. But uh, here, this is that that setting I was talking about earlier. It's like the crystals, like red crystals. This has to be on crate, I would think. Um, and I feel like this looks very similar to that location where we saw Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers marching earlier. Yep. It also kind of looks uh, reminiscent of uh, of that sequence in Return of the Jedi when they're flying through the the belly of the Death Star. Except it's organic. Well, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We got our Porg shot here, Chewie and the Porg, um, and I'm happy to see them on the Falcon together, uh, for sure. Already a classic scene. Yeah. Have you seen? Let's let's watch it one more time. <laughs> Have you seen the um, the blips, the Star Wars blips video on YouTube? They're no. like these little animated videos, maybe like two minutes long. Um, and there's one of, uh, Chewbacca and there's all these porgs in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and they're driving him nuts and, uh, and they end up like going into hyperspace and you see like the, the hyperspace, the lines of hyperspace, like the light in the porgs eyes reflected in the porgs eyes. But, um, that gave me the impression that they would definitely be, uh, traveling off Octo with Chewie. So I like that idea. (laughs) Um, and I guess Ray and or Luke could be in the gunner uh, positions on the Falcon here since we see only Chewbacca in the cockpit. But those are going to be wonderful. Man, this is crazy. I guess like we saw similar stuff to this like in in um, Empire in that final scene in Empire, that final shot when you see like Luke and Leia on the ship and they're like right there. Uh, on the edge of the ship, but can you imagine? Like, it's crazy. Like this giant window <laughs> on his spaceship, and like right on the <laughs> other side of that glass is just space. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, he's he must be watching these ships be attacked. Uh, Poe looks pretty scared. And that's okay. What's he, what's he talking? About? He's talking about being a spark that'll light the fire to burn the first order down, right? Right, and then we have him going from the inside of a big ship to then we see an X-wing. Yep. Um, we've heard that Poe takes more of a, maybe taking more of a leadership role. Yeah. And not just pilot. Uh, but then we see him, you know, possibly going from the ship, the leadership role to, okay, I'm going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems like his, that's like he, he's got that like modified X-wing too. Mm-hmm. this is uh this is a big one huh yeah um phasma and finn we knew they were going to have a showdown um a couple things we didn't know okay uh yeah ryan johnson had i think uh mentioned um or maybe it was john boyega but they were going to have this battle Uh, what are the couple things we didn't know it looks like John Boyega has a lightsaber that's a modified Stormtrooper baton. I'm not sure what the official title of that weapon is, but... Well, I don't think it's a lightsaber. It's the same thing he used. It's the same thing the Riot Guard Trooper used in The Force Awakens, right? Is it? No. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You're sure? I mean... No. That that thing had like a little bit of... I don't think so. Yeah. I'm I'm very confident. I mean, I'm not sure, sure, but like you see, he's even got like there's like a handle on it that he's got like. Yeah, but so, okay. From from this trailer, it looked to me like maybe. And it's crackling. Maybe. It's not doing what a lightsaber does. It's crackling just like that riot I, I, trooper. I need to see the full angle because it look it. 
You mean like you need to see something that's not in this trailer, or you need to see like no, the need, footage? Wanna, you want to be play it yeah, again? I want to take a closer look. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you even yep, see it, it split open just like the it, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, you're right. Okay. So that is that's one thing. Uh he's undercover. We knew he was going to go undercover. Uh but he has that that first order uh officer gear on. Um Phasma has her like I don't know what you call that, that staff, uh whatever it is. Um that ship seems to be in big time trouble. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he's in a rough position here. Mhm. That, I don't see Rose anywhere. That shot is very Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Uh, the Anakin Obi Wan battle. That I mean, that looks straight out of that. Yeah. All of the fire in the background mm-hmm. and the the way that he he strikes and she blocks looks just the same to me. Yeah, I could see. Cool. This is a cool shot too to see his reflection there in the chrome of her helmet. Um, but that's all we get of that. I mean, obviously until we see the movie, but, uh, that'll be interesting. I wonder where this space battle happens. I I would assume it's at the end of the movie, but, uh, it could be, it could be earlier. It could be earlier. Um, we'll have to see. This is not going to go. Okay. We've got, uh, we've got Luke in the rain in this cave. We gotta skip around here a little bit because there he is. Those foxes, Leia. Okay, and then Ray again here. Um, so I feel like like that scene with Ray diving into the water and Luke all soaking wet. I feel like those are from the same, like those shots are from the same scene, right? It's a sequence of events. There is that what you're getting? Yeah. Yeah. So when he says that line, he's talking to Ray. We think. Although it looks really, I guess it looks dark when she dives in too, but it looks really dark and wet and rainy there. And he he's, looks like he's on the ground. He does look like he's on the ground. Um, so let's just, let's just look at this and then skip. We'll ignore the other stuff in between here for a second. I don't know. I guess that's all we get. We see her standing up, but... I don't like the way she gets up there and is looking at him in this moment. The way you think. Well, she's rising above him in the shot, so exerting dominance. Yeah, and her shoulders are sort of leaning towards him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, and her hair looks different too, but I think, you know, obviously she just dove into a, pot, a pool of water and then, you know, is getting out of it, so that makes sense, but... Just wondering what's happening here. Um, I guess all we can do is speculate at the at the moment. I'm hoping that it's wow. nothing. I hope it's just some difficult training. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess we'll have to see. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It it definitely has an imposing kind of feel, right? Absolutely. This is amazing. This uh, what do you call it? Like a crystal fox type thing. Yep. Yep. It, we it, saw those in the behind the scenes. Yeah, and they look really cool. Uh, very Japanese, I feel like inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen to the audio here. I'm gonna go back a second. Listen to the audio when they run through there. This is not going to go. Do you hear that? Like tinkling, like crystals. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yeah. It's like. Uh, I don't know if it's them. I'm assuming it's them. Those foxes, they look like they're crystal. Um, they're running through the doorway of what we can assume is a base on Crate. A rebel base. And it, it reminds me of Hoth because it, is it me? Is it, does it seem like this door is closing and they're mm-hmm. rushing through it before it closes? Uh-huh. Reminds me of Echo Base. Well, I would assume what they're running from is those, uh, those walkers mm-hmm. off in the distance. Um, but it does feel very much like that. Did you read Leia, Princess of Alderaan? Not yet, no. Okay. There's a crate connection in Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Mm. So I feel like um, it makes even more sense, this scene. Uh, there's no crystal foxes, though. But uh, <laughs> the base being there makes sense after reading Leia, Princess of Alderaan. But I won't say more than that. Um, Leia looks very um, remorseful or very sad here. Um, resigned, almost. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but 
It's not good either. There's a lot of foreboding, uh, <laughs> ominous stuff in this trailer, I think. Okay. Yeah, Finn walking in this black outfit, mm-hmm. being escorted by stormtroopers. Like, I know he's supposed to be undercover. Like, what is he doing in that shot? What is his outfit? Like, what? I just think he looks really determined and really angry. Like, I hate the First Order, and I'm here to mess it up. Um, that's the feeling I'm getting from that one, but I don't know. Um, I mean, he's undercover, so... But how is he undercover? Yeah, Do they know who he is? I mean, he's walking around in this nice outfit. I guess it depends on what ship he's on, huh? Mm-hmm. Who else is there? If Hux is there, if Phasma's there. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but here we see the first time we've ever seen a good shot of Snoke uh, on film. I mean, we saw, we've seen like promotional art and stuff. Um, there was that Tops card, I think, because where we've seen the image of him before, like from the movie, but this is the first time we've seen like, I mean, obviously he's in Force Awakens, but it's always a hologram. So, um, and that gold robe, that glorious gold robe is uh, on full display. <laughs> uh, he looks like he's holding Ray up, um, ho- like holding her kind of hostage, holding her um, up in the air in this moment. Yeah. It seems like he's suspending her. Yeah, suspending her. Yes. What if he is trying to pull her back? Yeah, I don't know. It's possible. Um, it's certainly possible. And that is that throne room from earlier with Kylo Ren. Um, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know for sure that Kylo Ren is here in this scene. That he's witnessing this. But those red walls and those guards on, you know, sort of flanking the sides of uh, of Snoke. That's for sure what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is he saying to her again? Let me go. That is a Praetorian guard right behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But let's, let's hear what he said to her again real quick. Fulfill your I think he's saying that to her for sure. Um, because it's, you know, like you see his hand stretched out and his mouth is definitely moving in time with the, the with that dialogue. So. Fulfill your destiny. Fulfill your destiny, yeah. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Okay, so that is the the shocking final moment of the trailer here is uh, Ray and Kylo Ren... I don't know. When we watched this with uh, Elliot, my son, a few minutes ago, Kevin, I was like, nah, it's two different scenes. They're they're leading us to believe that it's one interaction, but I think it's two different scenes. But now I'm not sure. To show me my place in all this. That seems like what she would say to Luke Skywalker. And right. we've, we've seen the shot of Chewbacca sitting by the Millennium Falcon, sitting at the campfire at night on Octo. Um, I feel like this could very easily be Octo at night, you know, by a campfire or something like that. Um, I don't see any kind of flames raining down around her or anything like that. Like the the, the, the sky behind her, the background behind her is calm. Um, and then let's cut to the shot of Kylo Ren. You know? Uh, there's not that much going on, but there's Same there's flames on on his face, kind of, kind of. Uh, you see, I would love for like Bart or like Chris or someone who's, you know what I mean, more educated about that specific element of this, mm-hmm. like lighting, to look at that and tell me like. Somebody needs to like measure the color temperature or like whatever. It's see, on because the same side of her face though, as it is his, if they were facing each other. Yeah, but her face is not nearly like that doesn't look as orange. I don't feel like the sky for sure doesn't and like her it's it's brighter and less orange looking I feel like. Then let's look at I mean it could be skin tone, it could be you know multiple things, but let's look at his face now. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hard to say. It of course could be, but I also 
well, this I was going to say this could be um, the temple, but it can't be because his hair and his scar and all this, this is later. I was thinking it could be like from when he destroyed the Jedi Temple because... The, oh, yeah, he looks more healed now, doesn't he? Yeah, and this has got to be towards the end of the movie too, so... Yeah, because he does look more healed. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, well, she's saying, I need someone to teach me. And one more time. Someone to show me my place in all this. I couldn't just ever say, I need a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I say that to my kids all the time. You need a teacher. Um, <laughs> I love to say that to Elliot. I'll be like, you need a teacher. And he's like, you need a teacher. Uh, we don't know what it means. We just say it. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. She seems to be confused about the sides. Uh, has to be something to do with her expectations of Luke and the reality of Luke. It seems to me like they want us to believe that Kylo and Ray will, will team up or at least the offer is there at some point in the movie, probably the end. Well, okay, but let's, let's, they want us to believe that maybe, but that doesn't mean that it's true. You know what I mean? No, like just because they want us to believe that when we watch the trailer. They wanted us to believe that, that Finn was the main Jedi character of Force Awakens before it came out. This could be a fake out. Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah. And even that, I would say, I don't know it, that it's as much that they wanted us to believe that Finn was the main Jedi character. Or was it that they wanted to hide the fact that Rey was? You know what I mean? Yeah, like they wanted to distract us. Yeah. Right. I think they just wanted us to be surprised. And, uh, sure. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I would, you know, I just, like, if their intention was to make us feel like Finn was the Jedi, it's like, I don't know if they wanted to mislead us as much as they wanted us to just be surprised, like, keep something secret. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe there's not a lot of difference between those well, two things. I don't by know. But <laughs> by misleading us. Yeah. Either I way, get, though, I mean, if, if we think about the earliest ideas about this that we about more star wars movies that we heard from george is that pass the torch is what he said to luke a long time ago i like the idea that the torch is trying to be passed and the kids kylo ren and ray are just not wanting to live up to the expectations of their mentors they're going to rebel they're going to find their own way possibly together yeah yeah but i don't know about like for Kylo Ren, sure. But then again, like Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens, he's all about living up to the expectations of Snoke, his mentor. You know what I mean? Right. So much so he kills his own father, which doesn't seem like something that he would necessarily choose to do. But he feels like this is my test. It's my thing I have to do. And then like to me, I watched the trailer and I'm like, it's the mentors not living up to the expectations of their kids, not the kids not living up to the expectations of the mentors. Like, if Ray is struggling, it's because Luke let her down, I think, not because she let Luke down, you know? Absolutely. We don't know enough about Snoke and his relationship with Kylo, but... Yeah, but I don't know. We I just, can assume that Luke is going to let Ray down and Ray is going to be like, well, I need somebody to teach me. Right. Okay. But I thought you were saying that, like, it's about the mentor, the mentees, the younger people not living up to the expectations of their mentors, which... No. No, I think that it's... Because even, even with Kylo Ren... I feel like he has lived up to the expectations of Snoke. Snoke's expectations are kill your father and then you'll be King Badass. And then like, that was a lie. You know what I mean? And even right, then, like right. Snoke has not lived up to, to what his end of the bargain more so than Kylo Ren, I feel like. I think it's more likely that we'll have Rey and Kylo frustrated by what they've been told that was going to happen for so long. And then, you know, forget it. I'm just going to find my own way. And when they find each other, they find that comfort and that uh, th- there's a comfort of seeing somebody else going through it, maybe. And and Ray is going to look at Kylo as somebody who can help her, possibly. But let's, yeah, okay. And I know you already alluded to the fact that like they would try to mislead us potentially with the trailer. 
But like, let's let's think about this for a second. Like, if the ending of this movie is Ray decides to align herself with Kylo Ren, the bad guy, or that Kylo Ren decides that he's going to team up with the the the, the good side. They've given away a ton in that moment. I mean, I guess they left it ambiguous, but like, I feel like it, it, that can't really be what the outcome is, or we wouldn't be seeing this stuff in the trailer. You know I what agree I mean? with that, but what if the outcome is not, hey, Kylo's going to be on the good side? What if the outcome is. If either one screw, joins with screw, the other. Screw our, you know, for, let's forget about what they want for us. Let's, let's figure out what we want. What if that's the ending? Forget the resistance, forget First Order. We're the future. So, yeah, but to me, again, if that's the ending, you don't show him reaching his hand out to her because you've just, you've just like really blatantly revealed, not, not blatantly revealed because we're still debating it and everything, but it's like that, that would be, that's a major moment in the movie, like a huge thing where to me it's like if, if they flirt with the idea of joining sides or if they like flirt with the idea of finding common ground with one another, but ultimately like they can't because they're so different, then I think it makes a lot more sense to have that hand out, outstretched in the trailer than it does if... If that was the if end they of the actually, movie. Even if it's the middle of the movie. If they well, decide to team up in the middle of the movie and, they, and then they're on the same side in some way, I can't imagine them showing that hand outstretched in the trailer. Well, especially you know? when you think about the last movie ended, Force Awakens ended with Ray reaching out to Luke, handing him the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. We don't know what his response is going to be, but now we, here we have Kylo reaching his hand back, his open hand back. Like this is a major thematic. Well, that concept. would be that would be cool if it if it had that kind of symmetry in the ending of the movie. Is that, is that what you're, if I, you're I don't suggesting? Know if I, would, I would want that because I, only because we've seen it. Yeah, see, they wouldn't show it if that's what it was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they. I don't think I like they would the show idea it if we hadn't seen it. But right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to make of that. Um, I think it. To me, I think the biggest thing that it shows there is, well, first off, I'm only like 70% sure that those two people are even talking to each other in those moments. Because um, that line that, she, you know, that line just seems like the the exact thing that she would say to Luke, you know. Um, yeah. And we know that this trailer was absolutely made to get us excited about it, but not reveal too much. Yeah. 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 And Ryan Johnson seems really, resi- or like really uh, reticent or hesitant about revealing too much you know he's even telling people like eh, maybe you don't want to watch it um sort of but uh yeah i, I don't know um it's re- i'm very compelled by the idea that we don't really know how mm-hmm. this is going to pan out mm-hmm. i'm very interested in the possibility that this this is not just going to be good ray versus evil kylo and right their, and their mentors like that it would be really cool if something got kind of mixed up there I mean, part part of the problem for me is that, like, I am a total true believer in Ray. Like, Ray is my character. Like, I love her so so much, and I love what she represents. And you know, like, you, I loved Luke Skywalker as a kid, and you know, watching Star Wars movies when I was younger, I still love him. But like, you know, in the original trilogy, you love Luke Skywalker and him wearing all black and Return of the Jedi and force choking people and potentially almost getting to the point where he would kill his father or turn to the dark side or whatever, like that stuff's cool. But he represents like goodness and he represents the light side of the force. And he's just pure in a way that if they ever actually stepped over that line, I don't know how I could handle it, like, or how I would take it. And I feel the same way with Ray. Like I'm interested in her being conflicted. I'm interested in her in her considering certain things. Um, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like, all they can do is toy with that. Um, I mean, they can do anything they want, but you know, like for me to be happy, I feel like the, the most they can do is toy with that. But I, I think she needs to overcome it because she represents hope to so many people. And, and, uh, as Luke did. And I mean, she's just this like hero for little girls everywhere and for everyone everywhere. She's my hero. You know, like I just, I don't know. I don't know how I could take it if she, uh, if she turned, but, uh, I guess joining with Kylo doesn't necessarily mean turning though. Right. It could mean, him turning or it could mean them being in the middle somewhere. I don't know. Like maybe they're going to, maybe, maybe the Bendu is between them in that moment. And are you not even, you're not even really familiar with the Bendu yet. Are you? I've not yet seen no. season three of rebels. No. Well, he's the middle. I'm working on it. He's the middle. Not, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
But like, I guess my thing too, like after the trailer in April, if there was one thing I was sure of, it was that the Jedi Order is not going to end and that Luke Skywalker is not going to end this movie thinking like I needed to end the Jedi Order. Because if that was the case, they wouldn't have that in the trailer. You know what I mean? Like that's something early on that he's conflicted about, but uh, that can't be the final story or they, there's no way they'd put it in there. And uh, I think I'm feeling kind of similar about the, the Ray Kylo thing. But I'm having some other feelings about Ray and Kylo, like from this trailer. Um, and uh, yeah. I got to be that guy again and say that I just am. I'm not convinced at all that they're brother and sister, but I've been saying since like, you know, December of 2015, I think they are brother and sister. That's where that's where I'm going to put my my money. I mean, who knows? Um, and I'm I'm not sure how it makes sense. Like, I'm not sure how they explain that in the story. Um, in a way that's satisfying to people because it doesn't really make sense. But like, I can't figure out her connection to anybody in a, in a bloodline way and have it make sense. Like I know people say like, I know you say, I said the first day I saw force awakens. What? That it was, that it, she was a Kenobi. Yeah. Kenobi. Right. 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 You I, say I, Kenobi. I'm not convinced of that. I right. Just, that's the thing so that we're in jumped the same, out to me. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're in the same place. It's like, that's, that's where we are that's where we feel like it's going, but you know, we're not like it's, there's no proof, you know, you don't, you can't know for sure. Right. Right. Um, there's not that much evidence, but, but if I had to choose between she's, she's the kid of solo mm-hmm. and, and Leia, mm-hmm. she's, she's Skywalker's kid or she's Kenobi. I would choose Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt right when I saw force awakens. But right. I think we're intentionally supposed to be, you know, debating that. Right. Right. But uh, to me, I guess what I, the point I'm trying to make here is I like I don't think it makes any sense. They they can figure out a way to make it make sense, but like it, I have trouble figuring out like how she's going to be any of those people's kids with the way things have been laid out in the story. Like I guess, you know, she has a British accent and she sneaks around and she does she has like she shares similarities with Obi-Wan Kenobi, but like I'm it's hard for me to understand why he would have a child or grandchild. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't fit into his story. Um same with Luke. I, it's hard for me to understand Luke Skywalker as a father. It just doesn't really seem like that would fit into his story. And I can see Leia and Han as parents, but um, why would their child be sent away? It just, it seems like with any of those scenarios, it's going to be difficult or I can't see how they're going to, to write those things. But when I watch this trailer, like I said, I'm seeing these similarities between Snoke and Luke, and I feel like they're being positioned as... Um, you know, two sides of the same coin. And I feel like it's the same thing with Ray and Kylo and hearing Luke and Snoke talk about like the raw unlimited, like the raw power, the incredible like power just bubbling up in these two people. It's like, they're talking about the same person almost, you know? And obviously like Ray and Kylo Ren are like, you know, in terms of character and character arc and stuff, they are counterparts in these movies. Like, that's clear, but just the way they, I mean, just my, you know, the way they're talking about them, the way the dialogue um, has that symmetry about these two characters, it just feels very poetic and very much like, you know, their brother and sister. I don't know. Um, so again, I don't know how they would write it and have it make sense. And I, it doesn't, they don't need to do that for me to be happy, but um, I guess this just add a little more fuel to that fire for me seeing this trailer that, uh, that would make sense for Ray and Kylo Ren. Emotionally, it would make sense, you know, like, um, in terms of parallels and stuff, it would make sense in terms of the narrative and how that actually logistically plays out. I don't know how that, how they would do that, but it's a feeling I get here. So I don't know. Um, what else? Any other, uh, like what's your takeaway from the trailer tonight? Are you, is it what you expected? Is it not what you expected? Is it satisfying? Like, where are you at with it? Uh, well, short of any uh, appearance of Johnny Five, I'm <laughs> I'm probably more excited than I've ever been for any movie. Mm. I, I think that uh, just not knowing what's going to happen to these characters who I'm attached to, and feeling like there are genuinely going to be some surprises was was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. I I think you know, like our friend uh, Jordan and Chris, they were messaging us in a big group thing saying like, I don't know, I might not watch the trailer because 
you know, Ryan Johnson's comment um, that he was kind of baited into making, but his comment like, oh, maybe you should go in clean and not watch the trailer. Um, his comment was very benign. Just, oh, if you, if you don't want to know everything, then don't watch it. He wasn't or if you Yeah, if you people. just want to go in, like, yeah, exactly. I feel like it was a commentary on the on the on movie trailers in general, not right. on this specific movie trailer. Like, if you'd rather see a movie without knowing much about it, don't watch a trailer for the movie. Was what the comment was, but mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of spun by people to be like, "Oh, he said this trailer you should watch because it gives too much away about the Last Jedi." No, I don't think that's true, but um, but but yeah, I I I I was I guess based on some of that stuff, I was thinking like, oh my God, is it going to like, am I going to watch this trailer and feel like I know exactly how this movie is going to play out? (laughs) I don't feel that way at all. Like it just has me left asking all these questions. Like is Ray going to turn on Luke? Is Luke going to, you know, ultimately be a disappointment? Are Kylo and Ray going to join up? Um, Is Kylo going to kill Leia? Like, I don't know. There's just, well, plus I want to know all of these characters arcs, Mm -hmm. you know, Finn, uh, Poe, Mm-hmm. The two mentors. This is I will s- an interesting uh, way to entice us into wanting to hear more about many, many different characters. Yeah, I will say that there's it doesn't do it doesn't do a lot to show us what's new in this movie in terms of like characters specifically. We don't see a single frame of DJ. We don't see a single frame of Holdo. We don't see a single frame of. Um, Hux was Hux. Hux, no, well, no, Hux wasn't, but uh, but Rose. We don't see a single frame of Rose or Paige. Interesting. Um, so like, I'm sure there's a lot of you know new stuff uh, that it's just. It seems like their tact with this or their approach with this was like, well, let's just show them more of the characters they already know about, and you know, maybe this was aimed at the many many people that made this the. The most, U.S. box office, uh, yeah. box office winner, you know, right, the, right, the all-time best, right, yeah, and it, it doesn't bother me that that stuff's not in there. I just think it's interesting, you know, like there's a bunch of new characters and and, and new things here. Um, in terms of planets, is just Octo and Crate, right? Um, no Canto Bite. I don't think there's any Canto Bite in the trailer. I don't think so. Um, and then I guess we don't know if there's other planets besides those ones. Um, uh, what's the, what's the resistance, um, base planet to car in the force awakens. I would think that's in there, but I don't, you know, we don't see it. And then who knows if there's other stuff, but, but yeah, um, just in terms of, of new things, um, it's, it's more expanding on what we've kind of already known about this movie just from the first trailer. You know, mm-hmm. we know that it's going to be Luke and Ray and Octo. Um, we know that, we assumed Kylo would be conflicted. We knew we'd get some of the flashback. We knew there was going to be a battle on crate. We knew there'd be a space battle. Well, that's what we have in this trailer too. Um, but with some much more kind of compelling and intriguing, not more compelling, but more like there's more of it compelling dialogue. Um, but I feel like that's the main difference kind of. Also, we don't really know where Snoke is, right? Well, we have his, he's on his ship, I think, which is where his, uh, that's where his throne room is. I believe so. I believe so. I guess I don't know that 100%, but I think that's the case, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to watching this trailer like a million more times. Um, and then uh, I'm looking forward to uh, probably getting some good coverage in Entertainment Weekly and listening to all my favorite podcasts, do their trailer episodes, and, um, you know. Who yeah, we, we got tickets tonight, so... <laughs> We did. Uh, it's a whole debacle with the, not debacle, but it's uh, it wasn't quite the joyous experience I hoped it would be getting tickets tonight because they were so expensive, which is a whole nother story. But at least it wasn't tough. Our plan was to go to the movie theater to get the tickets, but I I just saw that the AMC app had them up like probably an hour before the trailer went up, and uh, and we got them no problem. So and you should preface that by saying that. The whole going to the movie theater idea came about during Force Awakens. Well, we couldn't get the ticket sites were all down. Yeah, right, right. We thought that might be a good way to bypass the mm-hmm. scalpers. Yeah, but they kind of stealth, you know, released the tickets tonight. Like, um, they went they went live, but they weren't advertised as being live. So hopefully that helped with the the strain. I guess it's possible the sites could have gone down since we mm-hmm. after we got our tickets, and I don't know. But I think they did. I think I went back on just to see where my seat was. Okay. And it, it said that there was a problem. Hmm. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, today's October 9th. December 15th is just a little bit over two months away. So it's going to be a long wait. Um, but uh, but hopefully, um, I know for sure I'm going to be watching this trailer a ton more times between now and December 15th. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll have some other intriguing uh, info coming out. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for for us in terms of our our thoughts on the trailer for tonight. Um, never know. Might get together with some of the other, some of the other blockade runners and talk about the trailer some more in the, in the coming days. But, uh, for now, I think we're going to sign off here. So, um, you can catch up with us at uh, blockaderunnerpodcast.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please do subscribe and check out some of the other videos we've been posting. We have a bunch of stuff in our power of the 90 series and, uh, been posting gameplay of old star Wars, uh, old Star Wars games. Um, might have some Battlefront 2 beta footage going up here in the next couple days. Um, and um, But yeah, you can keep up with everything we're doing there. All the all the podcasts are posted there. All the videos are posted there. So blockaderunnerpodcast.com. Um, check us out on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Uh, while you're there, feel free to leave a review for us. That would be cool. And uh, until next time, um, follow us on, on Twitter at blockaderun. Kevin, you want to share your your Twitter? Uh, I'm not sure I remember it at the moment. To be I, <laughs> okay. I think I just changed it and I don't, I don't remember oh. exactly. So Okay. All right. Well, you can... <laughs> Sorry. You, that's okay. Um, inquiring, uh, in, inquiring minds can send uh, messages to you through, <laughs> uh, through the Blockade Runner Twitter account at Blockade Run. So. Absolutely. Um, but uh, here's hoping... These, uh, these next two months go by quickly, and um, we'll be back with more Blockade Runner podcasts very soon.